We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Salute to Knicks Nation. CP from Knicks Van TV here. And today's podcast is brought to you by Scotch Porter men's grooming products as you guys know this is the grooming products that i use for my beard i particularly use their premium beard wash conditioner balm and serum and i just love how it makes my beard feel man it it feels soft it's shiny it's smooth smells great and most importantly they use all natural products and for all Knicks Fan TV, the podcast listeners, you can get free shipping on all orders on $50 or more. And also, they always have sales on their beard collections. So definitely check it out. You're going to want to go to www.scotchporter.com slash hashtag KFTV. That's scotchporter.com slash hashtag KFTV. Peace. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Knicks all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Here we go. Another edition of the Knicks postgame live show. CP from Knicks Fan TV. My man, Jay Ellis from the Nick of Time Show. Special guest once again. We got our guy, CK2K, in the building. Tonight is another edition of the Fan Mailbag, where we'll, we will be answering fan questions phone calls from all over social media, all over the Twitterverse, wherever it's coming from. We're going to talk a little Knicks tonight. The quarantine stream is back up and running. Fellas, how you feeling tonight, man? Healthy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know what? Good, good. Uh, can't top that. Can't top that, J.L. Can't top, can't that. top yep. that, man. You got to be thankful for that. You know what I mean? Facts. My guy CK in the building with a fresh tape up. <laughs> holding out on us, Jay Completely Yo, holding out on us, man. Shout out to my pops for teaching me when I was young how to, you know, tape your own head because he said he always told me you would never know. And here never we know, are. man. And I was it was I was lucky to uh get it in, you know what I'm talking about. But I can't do anything else. That's it. That's about all I got. Hey man, it's, it's still, mean, still man. yeah, it's still it's doable. Still doable, man. Just a fresh tape. Fresh tape. Back in my day when I had the short do. 
I did my own joint. <laughs> and I didn't do the taper. I didn't do the taper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I the straight, the straight Caesar. I hate you, man. I hate you. All right, man. So, yo, salute to everybody in the chat. We hope you guys are healthy. Hope you guys are uh, maintaining out there, uh, all things considered. All right, fellas, let's get to the first question. So, first question is going to come from I am Kotan off of Twitter. And he says, who would you guys like to see as the new president, as um, the new hire for President Leon Rose as GM and head coach? Which one, who, who wants to take that one first? Who, who's your, your GM and your coaching pick? Oh, GM and coach. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we got the same answer for GM. We were talking about yeah. that a little bit pre-show. But coach, you want, you could take it, Jay. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'll say this. For GM... Uh, yeah, me and CK, we kind of had like a little talk behind the scenes. I still want to give Ninja P some run to tell you to tell you the truth. Mm. Like I heard, I heard some some crazy rumors reports earlier that that mentioned a trade that said uh, what was the trade again? Randall. Oh, the Randall oh, for Terry yeah, Rozier. Yeah. Terry yeah. Randall yeah. and and DSJ round. for Terry Rozier, Malik Monk, and a first round pick. Randall DSJ and a first round pick for Terry yes. Rozier, Malik yes. Monk. Yes, yes, which was a completely that was part horrible. of the trade. Yeah, which is completely horrible trade in my book. If he had anything to do with that, I want him gone. But my, I don't believe he did. I, I just don't. I can't see. I can't see. Uh, yeah, according to Bevy, that there was a there was some internal support for that trade. Now was that smells like Mills to me. That yeah, that's what really. I. Yeah, it that's, what, real that's what I got. You, yep. you and me both. Yep. Exactly. You know. I want to. I want to give him a chance to kind of, kind of stretch his wings without like a dude with bad decision making capabilities yeah. over him. You know what I mean? I just want just let him go, see what he does, because he still seems very conservative. He still doesn't want to. To me, he seems like he doesn't want to overpay people. Yes, he doesn't want to give away too many young assets for people he can sign next year. I feel like that's his thought process, and that's these mills. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I want to keep him as a GM. Now, as far as coach, coaching is is the coaching question is harder for me, man. The coaching yeah. question is hard because I was very high on Miller to begin yeah. the season. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not completely gone on him, but I've been disappointed in the way he's run the team in the second half of the season. Just because even though he's made certain moves to make the offense run better, it doesn't seem like he values spacing as much as I thought he should have. And with that being said, you kind of I kind of look at the, the the Brooklyn coach as a viable like, Atkinson. Yeah, yeah, Atkinson, yeah. Robinson. Who yeah. can? Who a loves Frank? A, B, is a modern offense type of guy falling from the Dan Dan Tony tree, and seems like he can be able to take a group of young guys and implement a system and kind of galvanize those guys. So, uh, I think as of now, strong on strong on um yeah. Ninja P Kenny Atkinson ticket. Okay, yeah. CK, CK, where are you going right now? Damn, Lean, see, and where, I hate, where are you leaning uh, towards right now? Yeah, and I hate to piggyback, but uh, yeah, I, I'm honestly I got the same answer as JLS, unfortunately, because like not unfortunately, but like I don't want, <laughs> I'm not really adding anything different because I, I, I agree. I, I feel like now that he's not under the shadow of Steve Mills and able to make a few more decisions, we can probably see him be a little bit more aggressive. And I feel like, you know, like JLS said, a big thing that he did that we have not seen it with GMs in the past was he did a good job controlling our books. So we can complain all we want about some of the players that we've had. At least they're all under 
Nick's smart contracts rather than that player's smart contract. So, yeah. you know, they're all expendable. And, you know, a lot of these guys are on one years and stuff like that. So, man, we can't forget to mention the drafts that we've had. Um, I know you can say what you want to say about the Knox year for a lot of a lot of Knicks fans. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I feel like, you know, he's gotten the drafts right. Um, and I feel like this might be another one, especially since we have a few more picks. Um, I, I want to see him now actually be able to fulfill what he said he was he wanted to do when he first got the job and that was sort of run this team as that small organization um type of uh blueprint and go from within um and i and i feel like with some of the moves he he made uh and you know the alfred payton thing too i know a lot of people were against that too but at the same mm-hmm. time we were given the point guard that can at least do the job regardless how you feel one way or another so i i mean yeah i i I don't really have anybody that I'm too crazy about that I really feel like that we can actually get at the GM. So I'm, I would stick with Scott Perry too. And yeah, um, Mike Miller to me too, I, I would still give him the final. I'm glad we saw that report that Leon Rose was, you know, he was warming up to him and he likes him and I'm yeah. okay with it if we bring him back. I'm cool with that as well. But like JL has said, it was just, I felt like the rotations and the lack of it just got weird at a certain point after we started the year so strong to 2020 even though 2020 is a rough year we started the year strong coming into january and then it's just somewhere in the sauce it just got weird rotation wise and the way we were looking on offense so it that hurt me a little bit but at the same time i feel like he still is getting a good result because i mean we're unfortunately but unfortunately we're like at the sixth spot in the draft meaning we're winning games we shouldn't be winning games but at least we know we can get um, production out of Mike Miller but yeah um if it's not Mike Miller I'm I'm a fan of Kenny Atkinson yeah he's uh what he did for Brooklyn we can talk trash on Brooklyn all we want um what he did for with the team that he was given at the time you know and then making the trade then making that trade for D'Angelo Russell when there were a bunch of second round guys you know Dinwiddie who was back and forth from teams Joe, Joe Harris, Harris was, yeah mm-hmm. like, Joe Harris yep and he did a good good job with all those players so and yeah big fact Love Frank. So, um, and that would also come to if we draft like a Killian Hayes or somebody like that mm-hmm. with the sixth pick. I think I, I, I would, I uh, would, um, what's it called? I would be, I feel safe with yeah. him running whoever we have at with point Kenny. guard. So, okay. That's yeah. I, I mean, I, I agree with you guys on the Kenny topic. I mean, listen, he was known as a point guard whisperer when he was here on the D'Antoni. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, he was here when Lynn started going off. Yep. A lot of guys, even Shumpert, he heard some older Shumpert interviews, um, was highly touting him when he was with the Knicks and when he went to the Nets. So yep. I would, I would be on board with an Atkinson pick. I'm with you, CK. Miller's rotations. It just seemed like he really, it seemed like a lot of the decisions were still coming from the top. Yeah. It just seems like some of his, his, his rotations, it was kind of um, like his hands were tied, so to speak. Yeah. X's and O's wise, I thought they executed a lot better under him than Fizz. We, we know that. Um, I, I thought his X's and O's were way better from a defensive standpoint as well. So I, I would be open for Miller, but I would definitely explore Atkinson. I would definitely explore Atkinson. Agreed. As far as the GM, I'm I know you know the thing with Perry is like it just seems like all a lot of these moves had Mills written all over, and yeah. so it was really hard to to know how great Perry is as a GM without you know you know, you know what I mean. So I want to mm-hmm. see. I would be open to keeping him and seeing how him and and Rose work together. Yeah. And and yeah. first of all, with the way this thing's season ended so abruptly, 
and it was Perry's team that's out there scouting the players and so on and so forth. I don't, maybe he does get retained for next season. I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure, but I'd be open to, to giving Perry a little bit longer of a stay just to see how he, uh, you know, rounds out this roster. There. Obviously, free agency wasn't a good uh, gauge, but if you look at the draft, yes, the lottery picks of Knox was is, is going to be questionable for a little while. RJ was, you know, it was was what it was. Give you know, you're going to pick RJ with the third pick. If you had yep. the second pick, you'd probably go with John Morant. And obviously, if you had the first one, you you go with Zion. I think yep. the thing is, is, uh, is that uh, the, the value picks yep. in, in the middle to late rounds, you know, picking yep. up Mitch, picking up Isozo, who didn't play, picking yep. up Iggy, <laughs> who, as we said last week, uh, Spencer was pretty high on. Iggy's been tearing it up in the G League. Second round pick. So let's see. Let's see what happens. But I, I'll be open to, to retaining both with with Atkinson right right there. I would love to bring Atkinson in for an interview. Now tonight it was it was announced that uh, Elton Brand could be a potential GM candidate. So Elton Brand, who's the current general manager of the Sixers, uh, he was hired by the Sixers in 2018. Uh, brought in Jimmy Butler. Brought in Tobias Harris. Those guys, uh, Jimmy Butler ultimately leaves. He trades for Josh Richardson, brings in Horford. Hasn't really worked out the way they wanted it to. I think Horford's watch, that was probably a mistake on their part. So yeah. Elton Brand's resume is still being written. But, you know, that's that's another name that, we, uh, that we're hearing right now. Yeah. That's another name. Um, so to everybody in the chat, hit that thumbs up button for your boy, CP from Nixan TV in here, man JLs from Nick Time showing here, and CK2K's in the building. This is another episode of the Fan Mailbag where we're taking your questions. We're going to take some phone calls in a bit, and in a couple minutes, we're going to announce our favorite Carmelo Anthony moments. I came across this on Twitter. I think it was Slam Magazine or something that had uh, brought it up. MSG and, and NBA TV have been playing all the classics, so I figure let, let, we'll we'll take some portion of the show to talk about you know what were some of our favorite mellow moments as a Nick, and and hopefully we get to hear from you guys as well. So um, we took a uh, a Twitter comment. Let's go to the phones and see what uh, people on the phones got to say. First up, let's go to um, Will from LI. Will, how you feeling, man? Yo, Will. Yo, yo, Will. Will, how you feeling, man? Hello? Yeah, yeah, just Yo, turn, you turn down your phone, Will. <laughs> Will, can you yeah, hear me? Yeah, my bad. Yeah, what's good, bro? Yeah, I can... We good now. It sounds scratchy, but my bad. I was um, listening to the TV. Okay. Because I couldn't hear anybody else's phone. <laughs> um, you guys hear a clicking sound? That's just me. No, that, that could be the connection, but it could be the switchboard connection. But I, you, we hear you fine. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if you can hear us. Can you hear me, okay, Will? Okay, okay, I don't think Will can hear me, man. Yeah, I, I can yeah, hear you. Yeah, he can hear you. I can hear you. Okay, all right. All right, so we're good. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so my back, because I was a little bit behind, I was two or three seconds behind, but yeah, what I wanted to talk about, well, first off, shout out to all you guys for all the content that you guys putting out in these rough times. Mm-hmm. Um, first off, also shout out to CK2K for the lineup, because my hair looking rough right now. It's looking <laughs> real rough. Uh, <laughs> it's hard out here, man. It's hard out here. It's hard yeah, out here. Man. man. I don't know what you did. You did it yourself. You got your bottle, but, you know, shout out to you. All but, me, um, man. CK2K also, original over here. Yeah. That's the content you guys are putting out, especially the draft content. Appreciate it, bro. And because of you guys' content, especially you, Gales, the, the video you put out, um, I forgot the person that you brought on, but he oh, really knew his stuff. Um, yeah. 
my stock on Killian Hayes has really rose up where it was basically nothing probably been watching you guys' videos. So really good stuff. Mm. Obi Toppin too. But yeah. I want to talk about LaMelo versus Anthony Edwards. And I, and I saw the video you put out, you know, recently about Anthony Edwards. Listen, man, I'm worried about the fit with him and RJ. Like, they both do similar things, even though Anthony Edwards relied more on his jump shot versus RJ that drives to the hole. But I just still think the seamless fit is LaMelo. And I get it. Like, talent over everything. If we get the number one pick or the number two pick, depending on, you know, what happens with Golden State and all of that, you know, I feel like you can go Anthony Edwards. But I still don't feel bad if we get LaMelo Ball. I just think the kid is too talented. He's 6'8", still growing. You know, he could be he, he could be like 6'10", by the time he fully grows out. You know, he, you know, he's a little – he can put on some weight. He's like, what, like 180-something, you know, put on like yeah. 20 pounds of muscle, you know. And then I just feel like off the jump, you're going to have – uh, an advantage against a lot of the guards in the NBA when you have a point guard that's that tall, that's 6'8", might be 6'10". So, you know, I just wanted to say on that, you know, I'm, I'm pushing on the LaMelo wave. You know, that's why I just want to leave on that. But I'm going to let you guys get back to it, man. Good work as always. Appreciate it, Will. Appreciate you, bro. Um, CK, LaMelo's your guy, man. You've Where been you a LaMelo guy for a minute. Yeah. Um, God, and that's the thing, too, because I think he was really talking about, like, if we did have that one or two in both – Edwards and LaMelo on the board, you know, a lot of people are saying that Anthony Edwards is the guy. Um, personally, yeah, I would, I, I mean, no, no secret here. I would go with LaMelo over. I understand um, all the upside with Anthony Edwards. I do believe, I, I do think that him and RJ actually would fit well together because I think one of the main things he did say was the fact that RJ is one of the guys that wants to go more attack the rim and Anthony Edwards is really good at uh, making a shot and, you know, uh, shooting over people. So I feel like that would actually work out better um but i mean yeah it it, he he nailed it on the head to me it's just it's just too hard to give up on if we have the opportunity to get Lamelo ball to me it just it's way too hard to give up on that opportunity so you're saying if the if the if the deck was was even number one pick you're going Lamelo over anthony edwards if the draft was tonight i'm saying i would go yeah i'm saying i would do that yeah I feel like I feel like it's close enough for that. That is, I mean, people are already talking about uh, Lamelo being a possible number one pick. So I don't think it's that insane to think that. Um, both of them have their, you know, their flaws. I guess you know, one looks more NBA ready, which is very true, and Anthony Edwards for sure. Yeah. Um, but I just, you know, it, it, that, that's hard, man. That's hard for me to 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 pass on Lamelo, especially when he does fit. Um, and the, you know, you always go talent over uh, uh, fit. But at the same time, when you got both, I mean, you take I would take that shot. JLs, how you feeling as uh, we've gone through um, some of our draft talks and analysis? How you feeling? I think I would still go Anthony Edwards. Yeah, but like I wouldn't if the Knicks did pull some stuff and we ended up by some miracle of God getting another one <laughs> and we drafted um, Lamelo. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't. I wouldn't like throw anything. You know? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you wouldn't cry like a kid, right? Yeah, I, I would, oh, it would, like, man, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be like a meme of me anywhere. Yeah. You know, what I, mean? I was mm-hmm. like, "All right, cool. Well, let's yeah. roll. <laughs> he fits. Yeah, and he could be better. He could be a better fan anyway, and he can still possibly be an all star and a difference maker for his team. So I, w- I wouldn't exactly be crying, but I, I would go. I would still go Anthony Edwards. I think that's fair. I, I think I'm still going to go best player available wherever it's at. So if it's if it's one, I, I got to go Edwards first. 
I, I would have to go Edwards first, even though the fit with RJ is very questionable. Edwards didn't shoot the ball very well. Yeah. Um, you know, still, obviously, obviously he's flawed. All right. All these guys are flawed. We know that. Oh, and, yeah, and number facts. one, they're very young. So that's expected. But I think, again, when you're going off a of potential, I think I got to go with Edwards first as the best player available. LaMelo, obviously, I love his playmaking skills. I love his vision. I think his shot can come around once he improves his decision making. But I got, I got to go with the talent first and Edwards and, and maybe I get, um, a value pick at the point at 25. Yep. yep. Maybe they trade up, which is less likely. I don't think they will, given that they haven't seen a lot of these kids as thoroughly as they would like to. Yep. Um, so if if all things are considered, I, I would lean Edwards first. Yeah, yeah. But no, you, I get that. I, I, hear it. I hear it. But you never know, too, with Perry, with the, the scouting team. You know what I mean? Because they, they drafted Mitch, and he didn't play a single game. <clears throat> they True. just go off, Good points. off of tape. Yeah. <laughs> So if something like that happens, where there's like some guy who's injured or, or fur goes playing in the in the the shortened league, he might pick that up. Yeah, I just I just say as as much as yes, we need a point guard in the worst way. I'm I'm all for it. I'm all on board with it. I think when it, we're also in a lacking talent in a major way. Correct. You know what I mean? We're lacking talent in a major way. So I think something's got to give. You know, so yeah. something's got to give. Yeah, but yeah, in- interesting debate still. Salute to Will for calling and salute to everybody in the chat. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. We got uh, about three hundred people watching on YouTube. Salute to you guys watching on Facebook as well. Uh, make sure you guys are subscribing to the channels. Knicks Fan TV, CK Two K, the Nick of Time Show, still rolling through with that Nick talk. Even though we have no idea when the season's gonna pick back up, fellas. That now I'm reading. I read Berman's um, article saying that. Potentially, they're looking at picking things back up in June. No fans. Getting to the 70-game mark and starting the playoffs right then and there. And, uh, yeah, we'll see, man. We'll see. I, I, I still don't see it happening, but yeah, it seems like they're, they're hell-bent on having a champion this season. Yeah. All right. We'll see. Um, hoping, but, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, man. Speaking of mellow, man, let, let's get to our, our mellow because there's a lot of callers that want to chime in on this mellow topic. So let, let's unveil our favorite mellow moments, yes. and then uh, and then let's hear from some fans. CK, I'll start with you, man. What was your favorite mellow moment? Um, anytime when he was a Nick or whatever. What was your favorite oh, mellow man. moment? Oh, it wasn't uh, no. I think I think it sticks. You know, yeah. and it, it was a. I know I'm not gonna say because it might be one of your someone say, it, but my okay. favorite all time moment. Mm-hmm. Carmelo Anthony, I'm going to stick to him in the Knicks jersey, was April 8th, 2012, against the Chicago Bulls. The double game winner is what I call it because the he Easter hit two game. of them. Yes, yes, the <laughs> Easter game. Yes, and he hit two of them, and he got the one that sealed the deal. Man, I just remember where I was. I remember watching that entire game while it was happening because I was at work and nobody was coming in. I used to work at a pizza spot. Nobody was coming in because it was Easter. <laughs> but I was loving that game. I was loud as hell behind the counter and because luckily it was on ESPN. So, uh, yeah, and, I, man, that game will forever be one of my favorites. It was just one of those moments where you just, like, I felt like, you know, because the Bulls used to kill us They all had the time. our number, man. Yeah. That, that D-Rose team would crush yes. us, man. All the time. They would and even demoralize. They man. would just eat our lunch. 
every terrible, single man. time we saw them. And even in that game, we had such a hot start in that game. Yeah. And the Bulls yep. still managed like, to take a huge lead on us to us having to come back in that situation. Yeah, that, that game will forever be my favorite game. And just uh, in an era that I, of Knicks basketball, Pat, you know, post-90s uh, Knicks basketball, is just where we had some enjoyment. It was just an all-around fun time. And, yeah, yeah. that's for sure my favorite. Especially when they came few and far between, man. I mean, like yep. you, like we said, you know, this, this team has had our number during that Thibodeau Every Rose time, yeah. um, era. You know, mm-hmm. Noah and Dang and Taj Dang, and Jimmy yeah. Butler and Kirk Heinrich coming off the bench, Big scrapping boom. us. And, you know, they would just kill us, kill us, man. 91 to 88, we're down by three, JL. It's 20 seconds left. Mm. We put D Rose on the line for free throws, and anybody that knows D Rose knows that's his Achilles heel. Yeah, back back from uh, like the the uh, the Memphis game or Kentucky. Yeah, but um, yeah, man, gives it to Melo, hits the three over Taj. They mm-hmm. force it into overtime. Tyson Chandler on a pivotal possession gets the tight that typical yes. Tyson Chandler tip out. Yes, he was yeah. always the entire play. He was yeah. always Literally good for those. That. Yeah, he did those yeah. kind of his rebounds, bro. Yeah, he was always good for that classic tip out. Always had a, a knack for that, and uh, gets it out to to, to Melo again, who this time hits it over Luol Dang in the same yeah. spot, man. We got I, three I threes late. in that possession. Three Mello, threes. JR, and then Melo finally hit the last yep. one for sure. Yep. Yeah. Oh, man. I love that game. Though. Yeah, man. JLs, what was your memories of that game? It, and, and just my memory is the heart attack of it, too, because, you know. Facts. Because let's be clear. The, the shots Melo took wasn't like basketball. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that nah. double clutch falling away on the yeah. net. Yeah, I, yeah, I know what you're talking yeah. about, man. He had some rush shots that entire game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. in my mind, I was on my. No, no, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. For real, man, for real. Yeah, um, I'm going to go with, so I had two. I didn't get the highlights for one in time, but I had two. Um, one of them was definitely during the Knicks tape year, the 50-point game against the Heat. You know, oh, one, of, yes. one of many, one of many, we, we first off, we started that year off by beating the crap out of the Heat on opening yep. night. I yep. was at that game, and obviously with that that Heat hatred still in my blood, yeah. especially with hating LeBron, and and we destroyed him. But this game was in Miami. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Melo, now it was no no LeBron, no D Wade, but fifty points in forty minutes, eighteen and twenty six from the field, seven of eight. From downtown, all jumpers. Shane Battier was talking trash. Yep. Talking trash about Melo. Hated Shane Battier, too. And so that that was my game, man. That 50-point outing was just a classic, classic Melo in his bag. And um, one of the many, many uh, tough moments for Knicks Tate, man. Knicks, Knicks Tate yep. had a great run, man. I, I uh, missed yeah. that team. Yeah. And... Yeah, they they went out uh, they they went out to Indy, man. But that Knicks Heat game was was one of mine. And then my Fun. second one was um, Knicks Knicks Celtics. Damn, yo, CP, you killing me? My fault. Oh yeah, no, man. see that's not why not I from Knicks tape. Two. Not from Knicks tape era. Not from Knicks. This one was game. This was a loss, but this was the game loss. Oh, okay, two okay, okay, okay. of the 2010 about. playoffs. This right, was right, game right, right. two when he first got there. Yeah. And we lose stat. Stat was on his, like, you know, oh, yeah. his back was yeah, messed yeah, yeah. up. You know, yeah. he's doing yeah. the 360s on the layup line. And he's all was still good. Yeah. Yep. 
So <laughs> we had just lost a tough game one where I feel like the Celtics had cheated again. Mm-hmm. And game two, it was all the question is all eyes on Melo. Can he mm-hmm. win a big game? You know, what are they going to do? It was the Celtics juggernaut on the road. 42 points, 17 rebounds, six dimes and two blocks for Melo. The Mello, playoffs. It's the playoffs. This is they, the playoffs. He's out there running with Tony Douglas, yes. Ronnie Turioff, uh, uh, uh Billy Walker. I mean, mm-hmm. against the Celtics, the championship Celtic team. And Melo just goes in his bag and lights up the whole team. He relied on Jared Jeffries to get him home, take us home. <laughs> Bad move. Okay, bad, bad move. move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. down three, ninety six, ninety three. Couldn't, couldn't, uh, couldn't close with Jeffries, but that was just remarkable, remarkable performance by Melo. Yeah, man. Forty two and seventeen with, okay. uh, with with six dives, man. Uh, was that the game you were talking about, Jails? No, no, no. It wasn't. Okay, it wasn't. all right, all right. Go ahead. I'm on you now. Go ahead, bro. Because I was including like the whole the year, the whole fifty four win. Okay, I got yes. And I got pissed because. The Celtics was like, well, you kind of already alluded to the 50-point mm-hmm. game in Miami, which is during that year, so that's fine. I'll let you have that. <laughs> <laughs> so I was going to highlight that game, but you got that already at school. But mm-hmm. anyway, just that year in general, he was like third in MVP voting. He was on oh, his metal game, averaged 28.7 a game, and the team was actually a better when he was on the floor, I think they were like uh, eight points better he was on the floor. Everybody always complained about the defense. The team was actually a great defensive team. And Melo was just kind of clicking on all cylinders. It was almost like he, he was shooting 37% from three. He was back to that that all-star game Melo mm-hmm. where he just picked the spots correctly. And he actually Picking everyone apart. Yeah. And, and, and I also, I wanted to cap that off with that Celtics win because you – Everybody knows how I hate the Celtics. One of my best friends was a Celtics fan. <laughs> Yikes. And on top of that, there was a girl I was dating at the time, and she was a Celtics. Oh, no. Oof. Oh, yeah. Needless to say, that didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, JLs. Good job. Way to pick them. Way to pick them. <laughs> Way to go, dog. <laughs> but, but anyway, the, the highlight of that year for me is even though we lost to the Pacers, we beat the Celtics in the first yeah. Yeah, and I hated because Paul Pierce always killed us. So for us to beat the Celtics finally and be their demise and have Melo drop thirty six points a game, have Shump start hitting threes and going crazy, and Steve Novak, yeah, it was great for me, man. It was, was a relief, was, man. Oh, it was a relief. Yeah. It was a relief that we could get over that hill, man. Yeah, yeah. and I was the relentless with the with the. With the trolling dude, I was wearing all black. <laughs> <laughs> was like, yeah, it's a Celtics funeral today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, remember they did that, and then they, they almost did. messed around and lost the series. Yup, and almost yep. lost the damn series. They came in all off black. A crowd. It seemed like yep. they, it was falling off. You know, yep. we, we were trying to get out of that series as healthy as possible. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, listen, it, I think it all started with Melo at the four, man. Just having Melo at the four, yep. surrounding him with shooters. You had Novak, yep. you had Kidd, who was a three-point shooter. You had JR, who was a three-point shooter. Prigioni could hit it. Felton was capable. Mm-hmm. Um, Shumpert was capable. You know, you had Copeland coming off the bench, yep. shooting oh. threes. Um, you know, they it, it was just perfectly built. The, the bigs, all defenders, Tyson Chandler, defensive player of the year, Sheed. Mm. 
Kenyon Martin, oh, Kurt, you had Marcus Camby. Everybody just had that same mindset. You know, everybody was just a dog on that team. I was that team was actually full of dogs. Yeah, that one was yeah. legit filled with dogs, mm-hmm. man. And yeah, was, that team was fun, man. And it, and it like brought back like a lot of our signature. It's like, oh, you want to see Kurt Thomas is back? Yeah. Yeah, Marcus yeah, man. Yeah, Marcus Cam. Yes, it's good. It's good year, man. Chilling with the, the fifteen footers. The fifty-four <laughs> win team was a good year, man. A lot of people say the sixty-two point game should have been up there. I, it was I liked right. it. I'm kind of hating because yeah. I missed that game. I'm still kind of tight that I missed that game. Um, but it was against the Bobcats too. Like, yeah, yeah, and yeah. you know, it wasn't exciting. It wasn't exciting. Mm-mm. Like he did it. No, it was like a good. It was a you know a moment in Nick's killing them. Yeah. When I was watching it, I was just like, "All right, what is he gonna do?" It, it was I don't know why. Yeah. It, it, it didn't pull me. Yeah. Nope. That, that, that one didn't really get me that much, man. But still good feet. Still. Yeah, good yeah, feet, yeah. Man, so. I'm just glad I'm not alone because whenever because everyone would rave about that game, like all Knicks fans and friends I talked to, like they rave about that game, and I, I I'm glad that you guys feel this because I was like, yeah, it was dope. Like, but we were killing them, and it just felt so like even though he was getting his buckets out there, it just felt so lackluster going on to going all the way up to the 60 second point. But yeah, man, it was huge though, huge yeah. historical moment though. Big time, big time, man. Um, so, yeah, that's our list. Let us know what you guys think. Leave a comment in the chat. What was your favorite mellow moment? Yeah, we know it didn't translate to many wins. But you know what? In, in, in this time, that. we know hoops. We're going into the right. archives, man. We're going right. into the archives and yes. talking about our, our favorite memories and, and starting with mellow. So um, let us know what you, what you thought, you know, about mellow's days. And, and uh, let's get back to the phones. Let's go to JJ from Brooklyn. JJ, what was your uh, your favorite mellow moment, man? Yo, what's good, fellas? How's everything? Good. How you doing, bro? That's right. good, man. Uh, hanging in there, man. And, uh, you know, my aunt, man, she uh, she has a virus, and they don't know if she's going to last much longer, man. And oh, my man. older brother, his co-workers, oh, a couple of his co-workers have it. So I don't know if he has it, but he's in self-quarantine for a couple of weeks, so. It's been rough the last few days, man. But damn, hang in there, you know, bro. Doing you guys yeah. do having this great show, man. It, you know, it helps take your mind off things for a little bit, man. Appreciate um, it, man. Anything you know? we could do, man. Hope everything goes well for you guys. <clears throat> yeah, I appreciate that, man. But uh, yeah, I just want to talk about Melo. You know, you've actually stole my favorite Melo moment. You know, it was in the loss against Boston. You know, if mm-hmm. Jeffries catches that pass, it's the right play. You know what I mean? You know, he would have got a statue. Would have forty two, seventeen, six. Made the you know right I mean? play, man. Made, that, made the you know, right play. That was play. my favorite moment. You know, favorite metal moment right mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. And then, uh, can I make a draft point real yeah, quick? Yeah, sure. Yeah, That's go cool. ahead, bro. All right, cool. Thanks. Uh, you know, I was looking at the draft, and I was looking. You know, I was thinking if we could trade up, not for not in the top ten. I'm saying if we could trade back into maybe the mid-teens and try and get one of those knockdown shooters. There's three of them that I was looking at. One is Aaron A. Smith. He shot like 52% from three before he got hurt in like 20-something games. And then there's one, Sadik Bay. He shot 46% from three. Mm-hmm. And then there's a guy, I forgot his last name, Vessel. He shot 42% from three, and they're all, they're all great, like three and D guys. So if we could maybe package a Randall and a Knox, who I'm really not a fan of at all, Maybe the Clippers pick. I don't know how far you can get, giving up those three things. But I'm, I would try and get you know around pick sixteen, seventeen ish if we could do that and get one of those shooters. That's, you know. Okay, I appreciate it. Hey, listen, we definitely need yeah. some shooters. Um, 
again, I'm I'm not sure in terms of trading down. Never fan of that. Where you can really go, right? I think he's talking about trading up. I think he's talking about oh, oh trading up from twenty five. Second first round pick. Oh, trading, okay. Trading up okay. for twenty five. Packaging our second. Oh, first round. with with some of the established players. I got you. Okay. This is an established okay. player. To me, Randall, that's that's too. You're not going to uh, trade a three and D guy for a guy who can get you buckets on his own. I feel like that might be too uh, too risk. Too rich, so I wouldn't do that. Ah, uh, maybe if this is a guy who you're not going to resign anyway, maybe you do that mm-hmm. and see if they go for it. Yeah, yeah. CK, where are you at on that? I I think we've we said it last uh, last week when we were talking about this. I'm I'm not crazy about especially in that situation trading up mm-hmm. uh, from like the 21st pick to go into teens. I mean, it, it'd be ideal. I do like Sadiq Bay. Um, I, I'm glad he mentioned him. Mm-hmm. I just I don't know. I don't I don't know what we're moving to to do something like that. I mean, yeah, like Jayla said, maybe one of these guys that you know that their contracts are about up anyways. We can we can throw it out there, but I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, just looking at some of these teams, you know, within um lottery, I mean, it's Portland a potential. You know, Portland's sitting at 14 right now. Yeah. You know, I don't see the thing is, is that when you're trying to give a team an established player for a draft pick, it has to be a team that, you know, like a Celtics that just has a bevy of picks that, you know, they don't necessarily need that. And they they could use a veteran presence rather than another young guy, you know, but when you're talking about rebuilding teams that are, you know, consistent lottery um, uh, teams. They're going to be looking to continue to build and try to get lucky. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't see anybody really pulling a Randall trade or nobody wants our guys. <laughs> Let's, you know, for lack of yeah, a better word. I don't Yo, think, I, th- I don't think that's true. Yo, I don't think trading Randall is such like as hard as everybody, or as you think it is, man. Like, you don't think so? Nah, it's, he's not. I feel like we're undervaluing him because we lost a lot. Well, I feel like a lot of his problems have to do with the fit of our team and less with the talent. Yeah, I I I agree on the fact that I feel like he is getting killed a little bit more than he should be. I'm with you on that, but I I, in that same breath though, why was that Hornets trade not accepted? Because that honestly was a win for the Hornets if they had made that trade. They should have accepted that. That was I I don't I I don't know I don't know why it wasn't accepted. I don't know on their end. I don't know if somebody else was like pulled out the last second. If it was us or them, I, I, maybe us. Yeah, hopefully us. I would hope that was somebody who knows, smart. Who knows what MJ's office. thinking, man? He still got Cody Zeller over there, man. You can't he trust does. MJ. Man. <laughs> can't trust. Because if I'm the Celtics, I'm taking that deal. If I'm the, if I'm the Hornets, I'm taking right. the Hornets. Yeah. Oh yeah, instantly. Instantly. Easy. I wouldn't even first hang up the phone. Hey, maybe, I'm not consulting maybe, with nobody. Maybe the yeah. first round there was the deal breaker. Maybe Dolan said, "I'm not doing it," and and mm-hmm. they, maybe they hung up. Maybe right. maybe MJ tried to try to fleece him and he hung up on him. Okay. Never know, so man. Maybe more on our side than than, than the Hornets. Yeah, is what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, never, never I don't know. know. I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. so it's everybody in the deal. chat. Once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Um, definitely want to shout out. Let's shout out some people here, man. Jay's official. What's going on? We got no dice four one four. He says the Hornets should have done it. Um, first round to kill the deal. Frank Melville was going on. He said that was Steve Mills. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely spells. We all like in Mills. agreement. Yeah, it, you know. Um, who else we got in here? Don Day, how you feeling? Uh, JL, so you want to shout out in your chats, man? Yo, shout out to shout out to the Maz, yo, shout out to Craig Williams, man. A uh, shout out to Fritz, shout out to John Talento, shout out to God Candelario, shout out to you and Winston Ellis, my my cousin, my fake cousin. Shout out to you, Winston Ellis. <laughs> 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 and what from LI was gonna be down to shout out to what from LI. Uh yeah, always man. Always CK who you who you want to shout out, man. 
Oh, man, as always, shout out to those that are supporting everybody. I know I see my man Pranav in there. That's always in my comments as well. See Tribe, a lot, a lot of guys. Shout out to everybody that's coming in here and uh, going through whatever we can find in this uh, time of <laughs> lack of basketball <laughs> yeah. with us, going through this with us. 100%, man. And you guys heard JJ from Brooklyn, everybody in the chat, um, sending their well wishes. You know, JJ, a lot of people is impacted, whether directly or through six degrees of separation. You know, you know somebody, you heard somebody that's been impacted by it. So just yeah. like I say, you just got to tread lightly yourself, take care of yourself and your family. And, and um, hopefully, you know, this thing passes. Hopefully this thing yeah, passes. Yeah, man. So. Sooner rather than later. Yeah, hopefully. man. Sooner rather than later. We got a super chat. A couple super chats came in. We got mm. one from Bad Book One. Salute to Bad Book One. He says, I uh, hope everyone's families and friends are healthy. I agree with CP Talent first. So, Anthony Edwards. Thanks, CK2K, for the bad memory. And I think he, he's a Bulls <laughs> fan. He's a Bulls fan. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, bro. We yeah. needed one, dog. We just needed one yeah. moment. You had enough of them. All right, Max, let's have that one. Much. You know, <laughs> the whole 90s. I can't, I can't talk to the Bulls fan, man. I man. can't talk to the Bulls fan, man. You know, they, they, they ran the whole 90s, and, you know, they get, they get a little agitated because we, we hit back-to-back threes. Just let us have some fun. Dude. Let us have something, bro. You know? Yeah, oh, I have wait, plenty wait. of memories on that court. Just let, just mm. let us enjoy that one. Mm. Yeah, yo, question, yo, question, CP. Mm-hmm. Do y'all remember you, you talked about the Celtics moment with with the big games at the end? Did y'all hear about how um at the end of the playoff se- series, like the last game, Chauncey Billups and those guys ignored the coach's uh, defensive schemes because it was like D'Antoni don't know defense. <laughs> what? What'd you hear that? I didn't hear that. I didn't hear that. I, I remember that random tidbit back when I was watching. I believe it. Yeah, there was like there was there was pissed because there was they was claiming that uh the defensive schemes didn't work. So then Tony would call one play, and then afterwards Chauncey and them would have their own little meetings. Like this is what we're doing on defense. <laughs> yeah, this, yeah, this is the real. Play. I believe that. I think I, I did it. hear that, J. Ellis, man. Does, does anybody it. remember that? We we should get Chauncey on the show, man. We need answers. That would be dope. That, that would, would be that dope. would be. That would, that would definitely. <sighs> I hated be the amnesty. Always will hate that amnesty. It's bad, bad move, man. But yeah, uh, I mean, let's be honest. They were, they were never going to. Chauncey was hurt right after that. He didn't. I know, but still, yeah. like, whatever. It is, man. Like, Don he Day was tired. He played like two games for the past three seasons after we amnesty him. Yeah, he yeah. he was pretty much broken down at that point. Yeah. Still yeah. a good leader. Still a good veteran leader. Yeah, I would love that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, we also Douglas. got a super chat from Shane Mack from Jersey. Shane Max says his favorite mellow moment was mellow and stat game against the Heat. I'm with CK with that Bulls game. I was at that game. He says, man, 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 shouts to Ron Cleveland. So he's he's <laughs> talking about the Knicks Heat game uh, where they were down like three zip about to get swept and they won the last game at the Garden and they started throwing the confetti down. Yeah. Yeah. I was a little embarrassed about that. I, I, yo, I know. I know. Like, I was hyped, but then when I, oh, the confetti did not help. Yeah. That did not I help. was a little embarrassed about that Very one, man. Much but so. still yeah. happy for the win. But yeah, I was a little yeah. embarrassed about that one. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I, I was really like, that. man, just end this thing already. I was yeah, really tight. I, I know. It's like, oh, we got to watch one more. And that, that other game, too, that's when everybody started breaking down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. I yeah. Down. Oh, I was waiting for Lynn to come man. back. <laughs> I'm like, Terrible. come on, man! You can heal. <laughs> oh, I was, God. I was scurrying pro sports daily, looking for Lynn news. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm telling you, oh, man. Those, man. those are some rough days against oh, the Heat. Man. Rough sure. days against the Heat, man. Oof. 
Um, who else we got in here? Where's everybody from? Throw your cities in the chat. Let us know where you guys are watching from, and we'll shout you guys out. Um, Key Sinclair in the chat said, what do we think about the Elton brand rumors? I mean, honestly, it doesn't really have a, a resume to stand on that that much. You know, I can't really, personally, I can't really say whether it would be a good deal or a bad deal. Uh, well, me and CK was talking about this beforehand, pre-production. And I told CK, I'm scared. I'm scared. <laughs> yeah. I'm scared. <laughs> Well, wait, wait, it, what what exactly are you scared about in terms of El- in terms of Elton Brand or Yeah, because it's like you you he comes in here, he's like, all right, I don't have a lot of he comes in here saying I do not have a lot of experience, so I want to get a GM that has a lot of experience and then gets Elton Brand. Elton Brand, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's officially yeah. been a GM for what two years? I mean, I know he's been with the organization, but he was officially their GM what about two years, maybe three years? Mm-hmm. So uh, right, I- 2018 he came in. 2018, right? So, I, man. So, so logically, to me, that this doesn't, it doesn't make sense so. already. Yeah. And then I see how like super aggressive he is. So I can see him coming in and just be like, "Oh, yeah. trading all our picks for who God knows who." Well, yeah. I mean, from the aggressive standpoint, you could kind of understand it because you have your two pillars: you have Embiid and Simmons. Right. You know, you just had Butler. You just signed Tobias. That's you know, the that's the big one right there though. Like he they went after Tobias before we even talking to Jimmy. Mm. Like the, the, and then the Al Horford thing, like you mentioned at the top of the show, like I, I, the aggressiveness. I think that is something that is a, probably a positive, but it's just what he did with the aggression. Is I don't know, I don't know. I, I, and, I'm scared too. <laughs> I'll maybe, say that. Maybe it could be a positive at the right time. I don't think we. We don't, I don't need think that. We right have now. to. I don't think we should be aggressive just yet, but I can just see people just trying to make a name for themselves because in New York, you know yeah. what I mean. Like I get my I get my name popping. So I'm, I'm I'm just looking at his at his history. He was a player development consultant for the Sixers in 2016. Rose yeah. up the ranks quickly. They said so. That's pretty much it. I'm looking at. Um, he says really. What you think about it, CP? I can't, I can't call it really one way or the next because, like I said, I, I haven't seen what moves he's made or, or has he worked under a regime that has made certain draft picks or certain deals? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's still such a short resume. I, I can't really lean one way or the next on it, to be honest. I think that's the my biggest problem with it, yeah. is this is a short resume. So you have a guy, Leon Rose, who has a short resume, and then you bring in another guy who has a short resume. And like the guy who possibly loses his job, and it uh, <laughs> uh, the guy and Scott Perry has more experience than Elton Brand does. <laughs> yeah, it's like moving backwards. Yeah, it is. It, it is, man. Um, but the Bondi article also said that uh, that Rose has interviewed um the Cavs capologist. Um, I forget the name, but he was a he was an executive in the Cavs front office that. that they interviewed. Yeah. So. Clearly, he's looking for some expertise there. They're trying to bring a capologist on. We did hear Bobby Marks' name being tossed around by Berman. So, clearly, Rose is is trying to fortify his team in the areas where, where he is uh, deficient. So, yeah. uh, let's Bobby Marks got to stop hating on us before he get a job with us, yeah. though. I'm going to say that. I agree right. with that. I Going on ESPN agree. talking reckless about us for the past few years, man. Well, he's, he's, just, <laughs> he's just following the narrative, you know what I mean? Right, he's that's facts. He's telling the company line. Kev from North Carolina. Kev, what's going on, man? What's up? What's up, Yeah, Yep, loud and clear, bro. Yes, good. 
What's up? Yeah, I'm gonna be real quick with my points. So first off, Lamelo is a pick. I just want to put that out there. Okay. And second of which, CP, I want to say that I think it's, I think you got mad. Oh, it's mad old heads in the chat, yo. Because I think they be on that old head mindset, man. You got mad people in the chat talking about Lamelo the buds, Obi Top, and everyone else is the buds. This dude Lamelo is too skinny, too skinny or whatever. These are the same dudes that last year after a couple bad games was calling straight younger buds. Now this dude averaged 30 or 10 and started for the All Star game. I just want to say this a point guard league. You need a dynamic point guard, and I believe Lamelo's that dude, and he can make a lot of people better on this team. That's all I got to say. Appreciate it, y'all. Okay. Pre- appreciate the call, Kev. Call. Quick call. Quick call. I know. I think the chat is a little mixed. I, I think, you know, you got some younger cats. I think you have some older. Mm-hmm. I just think, listen, it's hard. Again, it's hard to really get a gauge on these guys, especially the one and dones. You have very yeah. little to go off of to see how they would translate at the next level. You yeah, know, every everybody gets them wrong. Even your GM gets them wrong. So mm-hmm. <laughs> at the end of the mm-hmm. day, you know, you just gotta. It's it's a lot of luck, man. There's a lot yep. of luck involved in this thing, bro. That's a fact. No one. Is that perfect. is facts. No one's yeah. perfect when it comes to this drafting thing, man. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. hits and misses. Hits and misses. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I mean, listen, I agree with him hundred percent. With Lamelo, is definitely a point guard league. Um, we we need somebody that's gonna get this team in order. Again, the shooting is a little bit, um, you know, concerning. The shooting, again, is a little bit concerning from the perimeter because it's like, do you have just a, a better Peyton out there? Or can he really be dynamic to the point where his offense is also respectable? Yeah. Right. I think that's a long-term thing. and I, 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 Yeah, right now, I think right away, yeah, it's going to be something of suspect. Uh, I think it's going to be a little bit better than we expect. But yeah, that's definitely going to be something that's long term. That, as you said, you know that you know long term probably get it figured out. But right away, it's going to be an issue. Jay, Jay Boogie, Redeemer, so what's going on, bro? Yo, what's good with y'all? Y'all hear me? Yeah, loud and clear, yeah, bro. Yeah. How you feeling, man? I'm doing all right. My how everybody doing, man? Everybody staying healthy. That's good, man. Um, I really can't hear y'all the connection, but I'm just going to you oh, know voice my opinion real quick us. and get it over with. Yeah, it's a okay. big difference between Barrett and that boy Edwards in Alabama. That boy can go left. That boy can go right. That guy got a mid-range. He got a long distance. He'll dunk on you. He can get it in transition. He can get it in half court. It's a big difference for him. I like R.J. Barry, but he's more of a, uh, a facilitator. That boy is a pure scorer. He's going to tear the league down in very soon at 6'5 with a 40-inch uh, vertical. I told you all before, he's like Mitch Richmond, a 2000 version of him. Mm. He's coming. But if we could get our hands on Melo, I would not, you know, be upset because I do know we need a point guard. But my favorite Carmelo situation is is when that boy Rocky Balboa Baltimore and he had all them young kids. A lot of these guys, they scared to go back to their neighborhoods, but that man went back to his neighborhood in the toughest times and had the whole city hugged up behind him. That's why Melo get a lot of love, you know what I'm saying, that we really don't know. It's a lot of people in the yeah. league that be hating on Melo on the low, you know what I'm saying? True. And I felt real bad about LeBron not even pulling him on that all-star team this year, and he part of the banana boat knowing that this might be his last. <laughs> Last year, and he could have been an all-star right. player, Facts. and he could have picked yeah. that man. Nobody even yeah. said nothing. Yeah. They respected that and, man. And they, they went and got Melo. They went and got Dion Waiters, man. They went out and got Dion Waiters. Yo. Had they mm. brought Melo in from last year when they should have. Friends. Mm-hmm. How many Jeez. of us have them? <laughs> Not even LeBron was believing in Melo, man. Nope. 
Come on, man. You, Appreciate the call. You saw him hooping with, with Portland and imagine that on that Lakers squad. Like, I'm almost glad that he wasn't because then I would have to be liking him on the Lakers. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. That's all right. That's fine. They got Dudley, though. Yeah, man. Definitely. Yeah, you know, listen, <laughs> Melo. Wait, wait. What'd you say, JL? <laughs> I, said, I said, that's fine. They got Dudley, though. Yeah, yeah. Now you, now you got bum-ass Jared Dudley. So, how about that? <laughs> How about that, man? LeBron <laughs> hating on his own boy, Trevor Jiggle, man. man. That pissed me off, man. Melo should have been on that team oh, from last year. Oh. Yep. oh, I just thought of another Melo moment. Man. Okay, go ahead. Let's hear it, man. It's, not even, it's just not even him per se. It was just uh, the moment of him playing in the garden and they played the I'm coming home intro. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was hard. That was hard. That was hard. Yeah. That was hard. Yeah. The first man. time it was dope. Yeah, yeah. the first time. The first yeah. time. Yeah. It was like, damn, I'm a basketball fan. I'm watching this. I'm like, am I, am I about to tear up? This is, yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm a thug. I can't be crying. He was, <laughs> he was not allowed to lose that game. Yeah, Milwaukee Bucks, man. He Knicks was not allowed Bucks. to lose that game. Nope. No. Mm-hmm. That, that was a great memory. Listen, we all knew the trade wasn't the best. Yeah, I looked at it like, eh, yeah, not not the greatest. I did like yeah. Mozgov, you know, Danilo yeah. was my guy. Mozgov, not 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 Danilo and Wilson. Yeah, yeah. bro, I know. Yeah, bro. Wilson, I was a delusional Wilson fan. Too. Me too. Oh, I was, to, to I was a delusional Wilson to fan. Death. Well, yeah, I was too, bro. Yeah, yeah, I was too. Absolutely, but um, you know, listen, we we had some good memories of Melo. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. that's the bottom line. So, that's a fact. so we did our all bump team. We did our mellow moments. What do you guys want to see us talk about in terms of retro or whatever? You know, any type of Knicks countdown, you know, top 10 list moments, favorites, worse. Let us know. Leave it in the comments. Leave it in the chat. And maybe we'll uh we'll, we'll make this a regular thing, man. We'll, we'll salute to um to my guy Fro, my girl Fro Magnum, aka Sam. From Nick's Twitter, uh, she helped throw these highlights together very last minute, so I definitely Shout appreciate out. her. Oh, and and Dope. she, um, you know, my Mason videos, all, all my videos and whatnot, she she helps pull that content together from the NBA. So um, these mellow joints are crispy, 1080p joints. They can they're not setting us She's down for this wizard. one. Hey, this one, this oh, one's going. Okay, okay. Look Sam at Sam yeah. is the plug, man. So Sam's the wizard. Yeah, okay, definitely appreciate Sam for holding <laughs> us down with these. And, um, yeah, man, definitely appreciate it. All right, I see some more callers on the switchboard. It seems like Steve, my fault. That was my fault, Steve. Definitely call back. That was our issue, not yours. I'm going to um, disconnect the switchboard. I see Ari's on the line trying to get in. I'm going to disconnect it and reconnect it. So I see Ari. I see Ron Cleveland. Hang tight. Let me um, hang up, and then I'll uh, I'll call right back in. In the meantime, I'm going to pull up uh, another Twitter question for Jay Ellis and CK. Do it. Let me just pull this up. So, to everybody in the chat, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Um, let's see. All right, fellas. Here's, here's, here's a doozy for you. Uh-oh. This one is coming in from... Darrell Walsh. My guy, Darrell Walsh from Ireland. He says... Who would be your favorite player to draft and which players should we target in the offseason via free agency or trade? Favorite player to draft and who's your who's give me give me your number one priority uh free agency or or, or trade? Realistic. Draft two, are we being realistic with the draft, knowing that we probably had the sixth pick? Um you call that one. You call that one. Who, who's your favorite prospect right now? Oh, the sixth pick? 
right, yeah, let's no, say we get to six pick. I'm yeah, on. I'll do that because you know my answer is going to be LaMelo. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to do that. We'll, we'll stay at the six. We'll stay at the six. All right, so stay at the six. You both are going OB at six. Going OB. I'm going Killian. You're going Killian. Okay. I'll go Killian at six. Yeah. Okay. I don't think Obi will be there at six. You think he's gonna? You think you think he's gonna be gone? I think Obi will get snatched up. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I think I think his stock has been rising in this. Uh, and there's not much else to see, but a lot of people been talking up Obi. I think his stock is rising, yeah. man. I think the Hawks might snatch him because they're the Hawks. Just all these reports coming out that they're trying to. They've been trying to get rid of John Collins. I think the Hawks might snatch him up at four. Really? No. That, you think you think they'll bail on John Collins so fast? Why do they want to get? They rid of already him? are. They they I, that that's the report. They've already been looking and looking for trades like that. So I feel like if they have the opportunity to get uh, Obi, they might get him and snatch him up and uh, move John Collins. I don't know why. I like John Collins. It's just that this is they've been sort of having these talks since the trade deadline. I don't I don't fully understand why. I don't know if there's something deeper. Yeah, but um, yeah, I because of that, I believe that Obi gonna get snatched up sooner, man. I'm just look like like let's look at this top ten. Like would Golden State, Golden State wouldn't pick. Would they pick Obi? Golden State, I think. I, no, I think they go with James Wiseman. Right. I'm well. I'm saying, let's say if they had around six, I'm looking at these Golden teams that would State? potentially pick them. Would Golden State pick? Yeah, Obi? I think so. I think so. Even with Draymond there at the four, you think they would pick Obi to play him at the well, they five? Play, yeah, I think so. Small ball five? They play, yeah, they play the small ball anyway. I think or or Draymond be, at the small ball five, but Obi at the four. Probably Obi at the five. Okay. Um, Cleveland, you would think they would they would could potentially take him, get Tristan out of there, finally. Mm-hmm. They're already trying to, yeah. Timberwolves have Cat. Yeah, that's I don't that see that. Happen. Hawks, you think is a possibility now? Yeah. Uh, Tankathon has Detroit taking OBF five. I mm-hmm. think that's a possibility because Blake. Maybe they cut ties with Blake. And we don't even know what Detroit trying to do anyway. So yeah, anybody yeah. makes sense for Detroit. Yeah, anybody <laughs> makes sense. For I don't know what Detroit yeah. trying to do, man. Maybe, maybe they call Charlie Bill and Wave and Ben Gordon bring him out of retirement, <laughs> and, uh, rekindle some flames. Or something. Yo, oh you yeah. yeah. Uh, then you got us at six. Obviously, potential destination. Bulls at seven. Now, right mm-hmm. now they have Lowry. Right now they have um, Wendell Carter. Would OB be realistic for the Bulls? I'm not so sure. I don't. I don't know. And then you got. But I mean, the Lowry marketing stuff. You don't know, man. Well, you never know. Yeah, you're right about that. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. They replacement. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Um, you got Charlotte at eight. Who's who's there for right now? They got Zeller, the powerhouse front quarter. Cody Zeller, PJ Washington. <laughs> Cody Zeller was Cody number four pick. Zeller. He Can't was, man. Michael. And then you got the Wizards at nine who have, uh, uh, what's my guy's name from? They got um, Hachimura from last yeah. year. Yeah. I'd be surprised if Obi goes down that far. Yeah. So that's nine. So you're thinking Golden State could be a realistic possibility. Cleveland, Hawks, Detroit, Knicks. Mm-hmm. If you're going within the top 10. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think he fits in. I don't think he would go first, but yeah, I think all those things you just named. Yeah, I think yeah. It would, I, I, would, I could see that. And then, all right, and then give me a free agency and a, and a trade priority. Where would you go? Oh, God. Oh, man. Yeah. Early, know. just an early realistic. one. Just an early one right now. What's realistic? That's what I'm, I'm <laughs> right. That's what I'm, I'm yeah. Hey, listen, my, my pick me, is getting more and more realistic by the day. My man. dream is Ingram, so I don't know what that realistic Bro. is. Bro. Preach, yeah. Ingram, Ingram know, is definitely man. a pipe dream. Listen, my Joe Harris pick is not far fetched, man. 
It's, oh, I'm with you on that. I'm I'm all I'm all on that that take that CP take. I'm, I'm telling you because with because yeah. with this coaching move that the Nets just made, first off, I'm dying to see Katie and Kyrie trade Dinwiddie after he recruited him to Brooklyn. I'm I would just I would roll Imagine. over. I, oh my gosh, that's getting a whole would, show. Oh man, I would do a whole show on that. Oh my, oh my god. Oh my god, bro. If you trade him, oh my god. If they throw oh, him overboard. Or if they like, trade him in a Bitcoin for somebody if else. If they throw man. him overboard, oh my goodness. <laughs> Ship him and Karis LeVert. That would be yeah. insane, yo. Yeah, because what they say now, the rumors are they're trying to get a third star. Get a third, yes. I see yes. Beal. I see the Beal thing um, realistic, but you're going to have to part ways with a lot I of I see that blowing up, too. This is a too unpredictable, man. I don't seem like yeah. they want to get rid of nobody. True. True. And Bill, too, he is way too loyal to that damn organization, too, man. Yeah. So I don't know. I, don't I respect know. it, but I don't respect it. because Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but right. my, my guy would be Harris. Free agency would be Harris. Trade-wise, oh, I would have to look at I would have to look at it a little bit deeper. Trade-wise, I'm trying to think. Oh, marketing. I would say marketing trade-wise. Trade-wise, yeah. I'll try to get marketing on the cheap. I'm I'm trying to get some three-point shooters in here. Yeah, I co-signed the marketing trade. Yeah. Kent Scott was good, Kent. All right, let's get to the... um, Back to the phones. Ron Cleveland in the building. Ron, how you feeling, man? Man, 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 man. (laughs) CP, Jay Ellis. It's all good, it's all good, you heard me, but man, hey, I've been worried about y'all boys, man, hey, them numbers don't look good where y'all at, man. Nah. We inside, bro. (laughs) (laughs) We we inside, bro, we inside. Yo, let me let let you know, this is my day. I wake up, I I get overworked, because my job hits me on email, tells me to do everything in the day. Hey man, bro, I hear you on that. I don't know why. I don't know why they know why I'm working at home to give me more work for some reason. <laughs> it's always that's crazy, goes. right? Put on man, my hey, yeah, man. <laughs> hey, fellas, y'all heard me? Yeah, yeah, loud and clear, bro. Go ahead, bro. Yeah, man. Hey, hey, I, I just left my job today, man. Hey, I, I pulled out of there. Mm. I told him I'm out of there. Uh, mm. <laughs> crazy, man. Yeah, yeah. So you know, hey, you know they don't want to protect us, man. Hey, we on the front line. I oh, can't, I can't roll with that, man. Even when I was in the army, at least Special. I had a gun. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. So, yeah, yeah, but fellas, man, man, hey, when we, we think about okay. mellow, <laughs> I'm gonna tell y'all the thing for me. My all-time mellow moment is is plain and simple. Mellow put us on on his back. When there ain't too many people wanting to come to New York, that that is an all-time moment for me. We True. we hadn't had nobody of that magnitude when we got we got Stoudemire. Stoudemire was pretty much damaged goods. He came to us. It was more or less on the contract. I got respect for Stoudemire, but Melo is the biggest thing that really to come to New York since since we had Pat. Let's just be real. He was the, he was the biggest thing to come there. I I, I I got nothing but love and respect for Melo, man. And I want to touch on Leon Rose. Leon Rose about to tee me off, man. I don't want no pots and no Elton brand. If you're a novice, if you're a novice front office man, if you're, you're your first time being a president, you need to go get somebody established. 
And I saw it in the chat. Somebody said, Daryl Morey, I don't care what they got to do. No. Throw the bag, go get Daryl Morey, go get somebody proven, man. Elton Brand ain't did nothing with the Sixers to show me that he's no good executive. So that that's my take on it, man. Fellas, y'all stay safe. Much love to the Knicks family, man. Appreciate it, This thing need to happen. Get on out of here so we can get back to business. You heard me? Appreciate it, man. Be safe out there, Ron. Be safe out there. Uh, On his mellow comment, listen, I'm all I'm all with him. Um, You know, mellow embraced it. Now, whether you want to say he took the money or he could have went to Chicago, yeah, all that is is pretty much true. You could also say he he took the money rather than waiting till the off season to sign. All that is true as well. You know, in terms of um, trading the trade to Denver, all that's Mm -hmm. true. But you know. What what you heard about him and what you saw about him was that he put himself first in terms of account being held accountable. Um, Shumpert said it as well on his interviews that Love he that just piece. did last week. Yeah. Um, Mello, Mello put it out there, man. He wanted to be the guy here, and and win or lose, he 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 stood he stood tall, man. And that's what I give Mello credit for as well, bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah no arguments on that. Take yeah, it off. Gotta respect that. Gotta respect. That's what the way he handled the media and. And just being a leader all the way to the end, too, man. When yeah. things were getting nasty, too, still. Yeah. Phil Jackson was out here wilding. Yep. 100%, man. 100%. Yep. Um, so, salute to Ron. Salute to everybody in the chat. Once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Uh, a couple more super chats came in. Zilla ZGM, appreciate the super chat. And uh, Danny Thomas sends us a super chat as well. I'm trying to find Danny's comment here. Um, give me a second. So to everybody, um, oh, I got it. Okay, he says get Cash to Stanley from Duke in the second round, a more powerful Latrell Sprewell trade for um, Jalika from Sacramento can stretch the floor. Well, I guess if you can't get Bogdanovich, then you know that will be a, a considerable option. If we get a point, if we get a Lamelo or Killian Hayes with that six pick, I'm 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 for this. I do like Cassius Stanley. I like that project. Mm-hmm. But you know, if we get that point guard in the first in with our first pick, yeah, I'll, I'm I'm not against that. Not against that at all. Um, between the 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 first round pick and twenty five, you you want to be able to come out of this thing with your best player available. Yeah. A point guard. You know whether that's gonna be the best play available, or that's gonna be yeah. at twenty five, and somebody that can space the floor, a shooter. I think those are the three that you want to come out of this draft with. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and if you get your point guard first, you go with your, your floor spacer next, or a three and D wing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Uh, but I, I yeah. think those those are the three that you want to come out of the draft with for sure. And Stanley definitely, I, I would definitely um, take him on this roster. He'd sure. be fun, man. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, man. All right, a couple more calls before we wrap up. Let's go to um, Steve is back. So, Steve, just uh, I think the switchboard is, is having some issues. So, Steve, if you can hear us, just go ahead and start talking. We, we can hear you loud and clear, man. Steve, hey, hi. Uh, God bless you for you uh, bringing us hope. Thank you. Thank you, man. Hey, I uh, just wanted to talk about, and I think you, you touched on uh, it's a flawed draft. Uh, and one of the lessons we've learned over the last year or so is that we can attract through free agency uh, great players that maybe we have to p- pay a tax and trade for it. We have all these draft picks. We have the Dallas picks, which aren't going to really be great picks. We have the Clippers pick this year, and we have the pick this year. Wouldn't you think about packaging with a mediocre draft and try to 
two scenarios. One, try to get an elite player in their prime like a Bradley Beal, give up three number ones, meaning give up Dallas, give up the Clippers, give up this one, get a Bradley Beal, but give up a Randall and a DSJ to get them. Um, or give up a pick or so to get more of an established player like a Dennis Schroeder or a Buddy Heald. Um, I really feel that uh, it's such a mediocre. But with the quarantine going on, I watched a lot of film. And I'm old school after watching all the film and the games. If we want a player that's going to make the players around them better, I think Tyrese Halliburton's the man. And the one other player I watched film that really – uh, uh, enticed me was Kira Lewis. Mm. We don't have a speed guy on this team, and he'd really be a great changeup. I I agree with all your points, man. I agree with all your points. Um, I think Lewis wouldn't be a bad pick. We have no speed yeah. or or good athleticism on this team, um, so I think that would be a, a breath of fresh air. On his Halliburton topic, I think Halliburton would be a safe pick. I think Halliburton is a player that could, yes, help as an additional facilitator, somebody that can bring you some more length and athleticism. No length and 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 uh, wingspan on the defensive end. Yeah. Um. So obviously, he can he can space it. Good catch and shoot numbers from three. It's just not the sexy pick that everybody's interested in. Yeah. Correct. That's the big thing. Yeah, sometimes everyone wants the sexy guy, and this guy just does everything consistently well. Yeah. And, and I think he will do that. I think he will yeah. do that um, in a backcourt with a, with a more complimentary piece. He shoots over 82% from the foul line, yeah. you know, 40% from three. Like you said, yeah. the seven-foot wingspan on D, and he makes the players around him better. Mm-hmm. It's about time we have a pass-first point guard rather than another ball hog. We already have Randall hogging the ball. We don't yeah. need somebody else mm-hmm. hogging it. Well, we got, we got a pass-first point guard. What's wrong with Frank, man? You know, are, are you not in the Frank hive, Steve? Silence. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's all. That's all she wrote. Man. Appreciate the call. Steve. No, I, no. I think I think the switchboard is having some issues. So oh, he probably couldn't. He probably couldn't hear. Perfectly time. That was um, But on his last topic, in terms of trading, like again, for me, a Beal trade for me is not the move that you make just yet because it's going to cost you more. And for the return of what he's going to give you, yeah, he's going to light it up every night, just like he's doing for the Wizards. But you don't have enough pieces to really make it worth your while. And if you're going to give up most of your draft capital, then what are you really going to bring in to build with a Bradley Beal? Now, if you're talking about a a cheaper deal for a Schroeder or or maybe a Buddy Heald, yeah, maybe you go that route if you don't get the point guard that you that you wanted in the draft. Yeah, how much is Hill's contract? I actually like Buddy Hill's game a lot. But yeah, he's making quite a bit. He's, yeah, I gotta, I gotta look it up. Look right is, now because they just they just paid him. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. They pressured him into it. Paid him, and then they beefed with him right after they paid him. So <laughs> that Buddy Hill'd, uh Rogdanovich conversation is going to be interesting. To it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Who will shake loose? You yeah, because I feel like one of them has to shake loose because of what was happening in Sacramento. I'd be yeah. so surprised if both of them came back. That'd be crazy. Yeah, it's, I don't I don't see that happening. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so we'll, we'll see, man. But So he mentioned Halliburton and Lewis. He's a Halliburton and Lewis guy. I know we got some Lewis guys in the chat as well, so I think we got to do a Lewis um, draft show, Jails. I think, I think we got to do a Kyra yeah, Lewis yeah. showcase, um, talk about him. Uh, Naismith, you know, talk about some shooters yeah. as well. If and, we go um, the we talk you guys, 
if we go the Jay Ellis route and we do get top, and like say he does drop down to six and we get top and then yeah, first I think that'd be the pairing. I, I would be cool with that. Get top in at uh, six and then because I think Kirloos is gonna be you know in that in those twenties, mm-hmm. so I think that'd be dope with that twenty fifth to get Kirloos. I think that'd be a, a nice haul in the draft. Yeah. Okay. All right, Ari, you, you're up next, man. Go ahead and uh, start talking. Hey, what's up, guys? How you guys doing? How you feeling, bro? I'm good. I'm good. Yo, CP, you forgot to say April Fools after that Frank nonsense. By the way, <laughs> I don't know what the hell that was. Um, you I, know what it is, man. Because uh, of the times, on, you know, it's like I haven't really been on that April Fools' job. But yeah, no, nah, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> no, nah, it's all good. I'm losing my mind, but whatever. It's fine. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> what was I gonna say? Um, regarding uh the draft, obviously, I like. I think Lamelo Ball is the pick. But, um, again, because we don't have March Madness and, you know, they're not going to be doing the combine and things like that, it's pretty much a crapshoot, honestly. So there's no real point in uh, overanalyzing it because we just don't have enough data on it. Um, you know, so personally, me, I take I take LaMelo Ball. And if LaMelo is not available, I take the smartest point guard. At least I need some more basketball IQ on this team. You know what I mean? So, yeah, you know, if we're going to lose, at least let's lose in a smart way, not a stupid way like we always lose, right? Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. where I'm at with the draft, right? Yeah. Um, with, regards, with regards to Carmelo, I agree with what Ron Cleveland said. You know, it's just like we make fun of, like, Kevin Durant and Kyrie for not picking us. And, like, a lot of people – and I've, Oh, man, that's a good point, though. Ari, you, you got to talk up, man. And um, that's probably my favorite mellow moment. No, you, you repeat that you one because that? you were yeah, kind of fading out. Repeat your mellow moment because your audio is fading out. Yeah, so what I'm saying is my, my favorite mellow moment um, is when, um, you know, a lot of people don't want the pressure and mellow wanted the pressure. And, um, you know, I think you have to respect the man who, who, who wants to take on a challenge who doesn't need to take on a challenge. Um, and I think the way he handled the Phil Jackson situation and, um, you know, all that drama that was going on with that, you know, I think he's a, I think he's a class act, you know, and I think, um, I think he's underappreciated. And I think, um, you know, when Rich Kleiman goes on, you know, hot 97 and says the Knicks fans bring bad energy into the building, a lot of them are mellow hater fans because you finally got a superstar who wants to come to New York. And um, you treat him like that, just the same way we treated Patrick Ewing. So, um, you know, that's probably my favorite mellow moment. An underrated mellow moment is um, when he wanted to fight Kevin Garnett in the the parking lot. (laughs) Honey Nut Cheerios! uh, Yeah. I think that was super underrated. You know, a lot of people are scared of Kevin Garnett. And, um, you know, just to see him step up and, like, you know, that was was a moment that I enjoyed, obviously. And with the 62-point game, People forget there was seven and a half minutes left in that game, and that guy was not missing anything. He hit a half-court shot at the buzzer mm, from yeah, um, halftime. I think he could have gone for 80, dude. That was one of the most remarkable things I've ever seen. So, um, you know, that's also on my list. And just the last thing I want to say real quick, mm-hmm. with the GM search, here's where my, my head is at. First of all, I think that's the biggest decision that we have to make, in more than the draft, more than free agency. I think that's the number one priority decision to get a good GM. Um, and I think we have to really pick the right guy because we don't want Steve Mills coming back. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, what I think is, you know, we have Leon Rose who has connections. 
You know, we have Steve Stout, who has connections, you know. We have all the swag and image that we need. I think the front office, we need a nerd. Like, we need, like, a, a guy from MIT with, like, a <laughs> mathematics degree in math or something like that. And just who's a capologist, who's, like, bald with glasses and just, like, you know, who's just going who's just going to focus on his job and not talk. You yeah. know what I mean? And, like, lock him in a room or something like that. And, you know, I think that's what we do, you know, in any business. Yeah. You have the business guy on top, and then you have, like, the Harvard grad doing all the work. I don't see why we can't do the same thing with that. So um, that's just my take. And, right. um, you know, this is, the, this is the most fun I've had in the past three weeks. So thank you for the, uh, thank you for the show and keep the content going. And, guys, stay safe, all right? Appreciate it, Ari, man. Thank you, you man. Too, Back at you. Stay safe out there, man. Um, well, listen, they are looking for a capologist. So he is looking at the guy from Cleveland. We're going to find his name. Not that many people would know him, but yeah, yeah they are looking into a capologist. So, <laughs> yeah. So Ari's Do we have a capologist? Uh, say that again? We have a capologist? <laughs> Probably we, not. We don't have very much right now, Jails. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm about to say that's wishful thinking, man. <laughs> I don't know. Who who's got the calculator upstairs in the front office? I used to call uh, JB from Nick's Nick's film school. Yeah, maybe it is maybe nah, it is Nick's right, right, right. <laughs> maybe it is JB, man. Right. Remember we used to have him on to break down the cap, man. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we definitely <laughs> did. And then on Ari's point on the Honey Nut Cheerios thing, it's funny because in an interview that Shumper did, he claims that's not what KG said to him. I don't know why he would lie, but yeah. he claims that's not what was said. He said it was something really bad. That's, <laughs> that's what he's clearly, I mean, if Melo went to the parking lot and went after him. But he said it wasn't that. Yeah, I'm waiting for the book to come out in 20 years. Ago. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm ready. Yeah, he, he said that? it. He said it wasn't that. So I don't know what it was. I don't know. Man. Still disrespectful. Mm. Yeah, man. Um, um, so to everybody in the chat once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Um, Michael Parker sends us a super chat. Yep. Salute to Michael Parker, number one fan of the show. He says salute to everyone. Everybody, be safe. Michael Parker, definitely be safe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man. Appreciate it, man. All right, last call of the night, fellas. We're gonna go to Jay from Florida. We want to talk draft and free agency. Jay, how you feeling, man? What's up, bro? I'm, I'm back again, man. I heard Halliburton's name on air again. <laughs> yeah. And I'm anti-Halliburton. Okay? <laughs> I can't tolerate him as the case. Right? Can, y- can y'all hear me? Yeah, loud and clear, Jay. Yeah, loud and clear. But it's a, clear Jay, it's a possibility, yeah, man. It's a realistic listen, bro, possibility, listen, bro. I'm from Tampa, bro. And, you know, Knox is from Tampa. You see how Knox struggles with playing in MSG? We can't get these little small-town kids to come play in the biggest arena in the world, right? We need Cole Anthony. We need inefficient. We need Chuckers. We need to sell jerseys. Chuckers. I don't care about making the right play. I need somebody that scores 40 a night. All right? I'm bored. Halliburton is boring, bro. He's going to be like a deer in headlights. In that square garden. I, respect, I love all Knicks fans, but he cannot be the pick. Obi, Cole, or Lamelo, or Anthony Edwards, or Bus, bro. That's it. That's it. <laughs> I'm bored. No more Halliburton. Oh, that bro. Guy. No more Halliburton. All right, no doubt, Jay. What else you got, bro? That's it, man. I just heard his name. I was in the show on Chill tonight, but I heard Halliburton again, bro. And I had to call in and say, no Halliburton. Oh, I have one more thing. Elton yeah. Brand, bro. Elton Brand yeah. would be terrible as a GM, bro. Mm. Terrible. Mm-hmm. Terrible. I was looking at free agents. Um, we have Montrez Harrell we could sign. 
uh, Otto Porter, Otto Porter from from Chicago. I think he plays now. Mm-hmm. You got a couple cats like that we can sign. Jeremy Grant from Denver, right? So we could get the we could get the front line rounded out. We could get some guards, man. And the draft has to be guards. I agree with the Kieran Lewis pick, but no Halliburton, bro. No Halliburton. That's it. No Halliburton. <laughs> Mellow, Cole, or Bus. Look at him, bro. Look at him. Look at him. All right, man. Y'all take it easy. Yeah. Y'all stay safe, bro. All right, bro. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> Yo Jay's hilarious, man. Call of the night for sure. Keys and glasses. Jay's the call yeah. of the night, man. Hey, he uh, kept it a buck. He said he wants some chuckers, man. He wants some action. He did. He's I'm bored. bored. He said, I'm bored. <laughs> that is comedy. I was waiting for look at him. Look at him. Look from last week. Yo, that had me rolling. Yeah, look, there, look at him. Look at that. What is that? Yo. You know what it is? You know, it I don't think I, he likes them. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think he likes him. It's, it's his shorts, man. His shorts. Uh, I think it's because he feels like his shorts. Have you noticed the shorts are a little higher than yeah, everybody yeah, else? Yeah, yeah, a little short, a little short, a little short. Yeah, I think if I think if he just ordered shorts that were like above fit, he would like them a little bit more. Mm. <laughs> like he, oh he got, my the, God. He got the, the Walt Frazier shorts. Oh, that's comedy. <laughs> but Listen, he's the I, only one on the team with them. Oh. I think I think he he's a safe pick. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 you it. know, it's not the flash that you're gonna be looking for, but if he can get the job done, that's all we're looking for, man. Yeah, at least Shoot the not. three when we need it. You know, play some defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, move the ball, push, move the ball, yeah, move the ball, uh, and let's go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm bored. <laughs> I'm bored. <laughs> the pause before the on board was perfect, yo. <laughs> Need some chuckers. I'm bored. <laughs> oh my god, man. Oh man, that's good. All right, one, one more call. Let's go. Let's go to Justin. Justin, how you feeling, man? Yo, what's going on? How you feeling, bro? Uh, this is actually Nick Feed from Instagram. Oh, what up, man? Oh, Nick Feed. Nick Feed. What's in the up, what's good, Nick Speed? Yo, what's going on? What's up, man? Uh, I just wanted to talk. I just wanted to talk about the draft. Yeah. Because if you know me from Instagram, I'm a huge fan of Cole yeah, you Anthony, it. Mm-hmm. which I know yeah. most most people aren't. Mm-hmm. So tell and, tell uh, them why they're wrong, man. I tell them why they're wrong. Sell us on Cole Anthony. I think he's number one. He's number one for me right behind uh, right in front of Anthony Edwards right now because I think he's like great at everything. Even though like on UN in UNC he wasn't that efficient, he's a quick quick point guard. He can shoot. He's a great shot creator. Great ball handle. Uh, he can finish the ball, great defender, and he's a decent passer. But in UNC, there wasn't that much spacing, so it was it was pretty hard for him to actually make an impact. So that that's why I think he's number one for me. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I, th- I think that's that's part of, yeah. part of the issue, man. Is that you know number one, this UNC team stunk. Um, yep. they, 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 you know, was this the proper offense for him? No, they didn't space nope, it for him. No, all. they had no shooters <clears throat> around him. He himself got hurt, you know, the meniscus tear. Yeah, the eye injury. Didn't mm-hmm. shoot it all that well. It was hard, hard to really um it's hard to really gauge, man. Can he be an efficient shooter and not a chuck like Jake from Florida wants? <laughs> that know? is the question. Yeah, it's pretty much just that and his shot IQ. Pretty much. Right. The shot's that's all, that's all I have to that's all it's like negatives. Exactly. I mean, but the other the other point guards I like, I like Cole. I okay. like Killian, and then I like Lamelo. Those are my top two point guards. Okay, 
right now. All yeah. right, cool, man. Cool. Yeah. All Nick's, right. Nick's feed in the building. That's hearing man. the voice. Yeah. yeah appreciate it, bro. Good stuff, man. All right, just had to call in. Absolutely, man. All appreciate right, it, bro. Bro. Thanks for supporting us. All right. Have a good night. Yes, yeah, sir. That was Nick's feed. So he says it's, it's Cole is his guy. Yeah. It's just Cole is yeah. his guy, man. I think, yeah, I, I do agree with his uh, initial statement on the whole UNC thing. I, when he announced it, I didn't understand why that I, that made no sense for him. And then, unfortunately, it all played out exactly. You know, what I do you know what his options were? I, I didn't see what other schools. He had a lot. I, I don't know exactly, but he had a lot. There, yeah. He was a, a lot. A lot of schools wanted him, and I, I, I never understood why UNC because UNC is not. As as historic as that school is, they've never been really great with NBA talent. And you saw a guy that was just explosive at the high school level just shell up and not and obviously he had injuries and stuff like that. He just didn't look like the same kind of player. And I feel like that's what's ultimately gonna hurt his draft stock. But I I don't think I don't think uh, Nick Speed's off. I think he, he might get drafted lower, but he's gonna end up being a lot better in where in the position he's drafted. So that's why I think it might be something that we should still consider at six. Interesting. Interesting. Mm. Dale, not so so. one. I don't know if he's my number one point guard, yeah. but I have him right behind Killian for sure. I need, I need, I need, I need shot IQ at the, at the point guard. Right I hear you. Yeah. yeah, and you're right. You're I, need, right. I, need, I, need a, I need a guard who can know when to pass and shoot. But I, feel, yeah. but I, I know feel the, like the decision making thing will come with experience, man. You know what I mean? Experience and coaching can, can well. Didn't really help Jr. But I mean, I gotta think, you know. Oh, this kid. Man, come on, leave Earl alone. <laughs> Earl's my guy. I'm Earl Gang. You know it. But it's I'm like that. Like, you you're sitting there, huh? Man, J- oh, you know, J- I love hate with Jr. It's, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's me too. Man. That's me too. I love hate. Like I loved him when he was here, but that that comment he made after he got traded pissed me off. Right, 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 right. Like right, he yeah. pretty much said he was too lit for New York. Before, yeah. before he was before before <laughs> he, said he was, he was. Before, <laughs> he was before homeboy said it, he said it first, but he just said it differently. He was, uh, was after he said that, I was just like, yo, I'm done because he had yeah. all the talent in the world to really do something. After, like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's that's JL's. No, but good show, fellas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, fun. Uh, another another good one. We we uh, took some good. Good questions, good conversation from the chat. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. We covered our mellow moments. That was a good one, man. Good, good stuff to uh, to pass the time in these days. You know what I mean? So, um, CK, go ahead and, uh, and sign out, bro. Oh, man. Same as always, man. Appreciate all the support from all you guys. And exactly like CP just said, in these times where there's not much sports going on, but we're here still talking and loving this team that has been giving us headaches for the last few years. Uh, shout out to everybody in the chat that is not only a supporter of myself, that is a supporter of this channel, supporter of JL, a supporter of all of us, uh, supporter of the community. Um, you guys know where to find me. CKCK everywhere. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Yes, sir. Good stuff, my dude. JL, <clears throat> Yeah, and close it out, man. Yeah, man, you know the vibes. Man. Yeah, YouTube.com slash Stick Time Show. SoundCloud.com slash Stick Time Show. All the old episodes are still up there. We haven't put a new episode up in a long time, but we we working. We work. We trying to work on some things. So hang tight, hang tight, hang tight. For the streets, for the streets. And definitely check out the blog at NickTimeShow.com to watch my guy, Ken, write some new stuff usually every week. So check for that stuff as well. That's all. 
Back to you, CP. All right. Appreciate you guys, man. And um, salute to everybody that tuned in, man. We had over 300, close to 400 on YouTube. Salute to everybody that watched us on Facebook. Remember, the show's available in audio podcast format. Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, Amazon, Alexa, and Stitcher. So you can always catch us, man, whether it's video, whether it's audio. Uh, number one show for the fans, by the fans. Never forget it. Join this conversation after the show. We have a Twitter DM group going, and we have a Discord group. The links to everything will be in the chat or in the video description. All the links to everything is in the video description as well. And uh, if you guys want to join the Twitter DM group, all you got to do is share this video on Twitter with the hashtag PostGameNYK, and we'll put you in the uh, the private DM group to chat with us after the show and uh you know into into the coming days man but we definitely appreciate it once again remember hit that thumbs up button for you boys and um sharing these videos like i said is very important man very important to continue to promote to support us and sharing these videos goes a long way whether it's facebook twitter instagram text message email whatever it is send this show to somebody a fellow knicks fan fellow basketball fan and uh yeah man we'll, we'll have an even better show the next time so all right folks you guys be safe out there. CK, I'm about to go look up some some uh, haircut DIY tips yeah, hey, on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Baby, YouTube, it's a little easier than you think, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to, <laughs> I might, I might have to experiment a little bit, but um, we'll see, man. <laughs> some mirrors on it, and then the guard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> patience and and prayer. Yeah, it says the guy with the dreads. <laughs> <laughs> right, you know, just grow, just grow, just grow it out and just twist it. That's it. That's, hey, it, that's right? another way too. That's true. Grow it out and twist it. That's it. Simple, simple <laughs> play, man. All right, fellas, good show, man. I'll catch right, up y'all. with you guys, man. All right. Peace. You be already.